Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. This week on the Rutledge Perspective podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm talking this week about this whole idea of language and perspective and how all of that plays into us getting really aligned with who we are and where we are and how we're showing up. And as I was getting ready to record the podcast, I had just finished the radio show for this week and talked about this topic for about an hour. And as I was doing the podcast, I thought, wait, I said that so much better on the radio show, or it seems so much more real on the radio show and in the moment. So we are going to try something new for this week's episode of the Rutledge Perspective podcast. I'm actually going to give you a clip of the Rutledge Perspective radio show that happens live every Tuesday morning on KCOH TV radio, The Boost in Houston, Texas. So take a listen and then go to my YouTube channel. It is also called the Rutledge Perspective and listen to the whole episode. Just some really interesting nuggets there. I think that will help you as you really get aligned this month of October in order to move into clarifying your vision in November and setting your action plan in December. Take a listen. So as usual, I was listening to a bunch of stuff this weekend and I am a word nerd. Y'all know that words matter to me. The words we use, how we use them. The fact that people make up words makes me crazy. All that stuff. Well, perspective, right? And how can you stand solid on your perspective if you never get anybody else's? I was listening to Hidden Brain this weekend because of course I was. And he had a linguist on who was talking about the English language. And I just caught kind of the tail end and I, and I went back and listened to, to the rest of it. But um, I caught the tail end as I was getting ready to go in somewhere. And I was like, I need to listen to this. And so this, this linguist was talking about how we use words and what words we use and how languages evolve and all these kind of things. And I, and I love languages, right? I started studying French when I was in first grade. And that's why I'm so adamant about getting French and Spanish back because I finished my degree in Spain, right? So I, I'm, I'm, adamant about getting those two languages back. I might add Portuguese in there some kind of way. What this guy was saying, he said, look, languages are living, breathing things. They're living, breathing things. Think about if they were not, we would still be speaking old English. He said, they are living, breathing things. They evolve as culture evolves, you know, dialects evolve. What's new and and meaningful evolves. Now we've got texting and emojis and all these, this text language. And he said, the thing about it that makes it so wonderful is that it does, you can go back and see what happened, but he said over time is that it, w- it only became a problem, language evolving only became a problem when we started writing language down, when we started recording things in writing, because then it gets solid on a page and it's stuck. When it was all just oral, when you talk about oral histories and a lot of the slave texts, right? The oral histories that people have transcribed or have tried to get on tape, oral histories sound very different than the written word. And he said, you know, when we're when we're giving oral histories and we're just talking, language is much freer. 
it is much more inclusive. It can be much more welcoming. And it's, it's understood by the parties who are conversing. But when you start writing it down, that puts something like puts a stake in the ground and says, this is the language. This is the word. This is what the word means. This is how the word should be used. And at least as my brother and I were growing up, we went to um, a, a private school. And the big thing there was reading and language, right? Math wasn't so great, but meeting, reading and writing and, and language and learning and retention, those were huge. And, and we loved to read. Our parents started reading to us while we were infants. They had to prop us up on, on pillows. And so we loved to read and we loved words and love language and, and are very intent upon what words mean. And you've heard me talk about that a lot is be very clear. It's not unkind to be clear. Be very clear, set clear expectations, make sure people understand what you're saying. And, and how even in talking to, to some of my coaches very early on, we were saying the same words, but we meant something different. Strategy meant something different to me, right? Having a plan meant something different to me. We got you meant something different to me. Same words, but the meaning was different. And so as I was listening to this podcast and listening to this linguist who's like, look, words are amazing. Language is beautiful, but we can't get up in the appropriate use and the correct use of words. He said, because the reality is languages are living and breathing. Well, of course, my mind locked down when he said that. I'm like, what do you mean? We can't be cognizant of the way words are supposed to be used, that the real meaning of the word, right? That we use real words and not made up words. As I was listening to this, this guy, I had to really challenge my own perspective because one of the things he said was, don't get angry when people misuse words. Don't get angry and irritated. One, it doesn't do you any good, right? But two, that assumes that once something is used or written down, that it never changes, that the context never changes, that the meaning never changes, that the circumstances never change in which someone is operating and using language to communicate. So when you get angry about someone using something differently or quote unquote incorrectly, he said it doesn't do anything to move the language forward or to move communication forward. And again, perspective, right? I'm sitting here listening to him going, you're just giving people license to not speak appropriate English. That's what you're doing. You're just saying you can show up and use words any kind of way and it doesn't matter, right? Me and my self-righteousness because I love words. And because again, perspective, I had to really pause and dig deep and say, why do you get so irritated at these words? I remember a, a young woman who worked for me, her name was Heidi, who worked for me when I was at Deloitte. And she knew I had this irritation. And all my friends who know me really well, they'll just say words and say things because they know it's going to drive me crazy. And they'll do it on purpose and start laughing. So we were talking about writing a report for a client and getting some things done. And we were talking about rewriting it and, and how we needed to change some of the wording and stuff. And she said, yep, we need to reverbage that. I thought, I, my skin just started crawling. And I was like, reverbage? And she just looked at me and burst out laughing. She's like, I knew that was going to get you. And I said, that's not a word. She's like, I know, but I just made it up. We have got so many words in the language that are amazing and beautiful and appropriate and accurate and all of those kind of things. Why do we keep making stuff up and we can't even use the ones we got appropriately? 
that's where my head is, right? Just, just use what we have. But as I dug deeper and thought deeply about this whole idea of perspective and how we connect with people and how we, how we align, right? And get really centered in who we are so we can get into what we want and how we're going to make it happen. I had to really sit with why does it irritate me so when people use language the incorrect way? And one of the things that came up, there were a number of things that came up, but one of the things that came up was because I got blasted so much when I was younger because I spoke proper. That's what they used to call it when I was little. You speak so proper. Sometimes it's white. You think you're white, this kind of thing. Now, I see me every day. I know better. You speak proper. Why do you speak so proper? You don't sound black, those kind of things. So part of it is tied up in that very early, dare I say it, trauma of being considered other or not worthy or not a part of the community because in my household, it was demanded that you use appropriate English, that you use the right words, that you read, you understand grammar, you understand how things are written, right? You understand what is going on so that you can use the right language to convey the right sentiment. That was, that was just non-negotiable in my house. But here's the thing that people didn't know. And that sometimes people still don't know, right? Don't mistake this face and this kindness and the words that come out of my mouth on a regular basis for inability to connect. What is that saying? People uh, post sometime a little bit, a little bit classy, a little bit hood. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. Don't make the mistake of thinking that I don't understand what you're saying or that I can't move to the appropriate vernacular, as they said, to be able to convey a message because I can with the best of them. But I had to really think through and shift my perspective to say, is it really what is your real irritation at the inability or the choice of people to use words differently? or to not use what you deem, Laurel, and all of your best knowledge to be the appropriate word. And who are you to believe that the way you say it is the only way or the most appropriate way or the best way to say whatever it is? Perspective. And if you're going to get aligned with who you are and where you are, it is important to understand a multitude of perspectives in order to do that. Man, there's just so much meat on this topic. So again, I encourage you to go to my YouTube channel, The Rutledge Perspective, and listen to the whole episode. The podcast that I listened to was Hidden Brain, where the linguist was on. It was one that I had on this week, and I will try to include that in the show notes when I put this podcast episode out. And I will also go back and add it to the show notes in the radio show. So go back and listen to the radio show. Lots of stuff there. Send me your notes. What do you think? How are you shifting your perspective and paying attention to your language? Take care. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. 
Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.